Get inspired every Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show, Morning Inspirational Radio Show, hosted by Dow Tone, the producer. Bring in that gospel flavor, old school, new school, holy hip-hop, and don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. So tune in Monday and Friday, 9 a.m., 10 o'clock Eastern, Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Log on to Morning Inspirational Radio Show. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Right now. Guess who? Nobody got nothing on us. You're locked in to the greatest station. It's the KOP Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. It's the KOP Aftermath. You're locked into the man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. And as always, we've got Tyrus Lester in the building, making sure that we sounding good today. And I probably just blew the microphone. Sorry, guys, for if you're listening to the podcast, I got really excited. And I was I was looking at the game and the game was a little bit too hot because I I did your intro. I kind of blew your intro there. Sorry about that, T. But of course, we've got Tyrus Lester in the building. Welcome, guys, to another exciting podcast. We have another great one for you guys today. Premiering, as always, a new episode for our radio stations of Swanky 93.3, the radio station. And as always, Emory 94.6, the radio station. Hopefully you guys have been having a rocking good day. Guys, it was so beautiful outside. And it, we, we have some crazy weather tea you know it's one of those things that it's a crazy weather type of situation because you know we got up well i got up ate breakfast got ready for today hopped in the car to go to the offices it's very very hot and then coming to the studio tonight is very very cold a little bit so i don't know crazy weather is ahead of us guys so if you guys dabble into this weather and you guys got the tendency to go from hot to cold to hot to cold. Uh, just make sure you guys bundle up because this is, the, this is unfortunately, this is the way that people get sick. And it's just one of those things that it does happen. So I do say a lot of people out there, please be careful. Um, watch uh, the weather and just anticipate the weather this this time around because it's, it's kind of tricky, especially here in Atlanta. Weather is so tricky here. It's just one of those things that is really, really, really tricky. So as always, I like to say, you know, stay safe, but please guys be sure to stay safe now before we get on to our topics of conversation because we do have quite a few things to talk about here on the show t of course we got to give it up for our sponsorship as always of course today's episode was brought to you by flex living based off in the beautiful state of utah of course if you guys don't know flex living and klp entertainment we've been partners for a very very long time and we got a new thing for you guys of course um 
Well, it's not. It's still continuing, right? Of course, you go to our tab, the Swinky Fit tab, over at our website at www.lucas904.wings.com/kope. Click on the Swinky Fit tab. That launches the Flex Living Swanky Fit. Uh, uh, collaboration there you guys can order your awesome athletic gear and don't forget guys to use my promo code Kennedy Lucas KLP all caps again that's Kennedy Lucas KLP all caps um, so that way you guys can take advantage of the promotion we got for this spring go ahead and get it now before the summer sale rolls in summer is around the corner ladies and gentlemen so please do not miss out on that grand grand opportunity to get your athletic gear and get in the game of working out of course you guys know i love to work out i love to get it in and do how i do when it comes to the working out so you guys know how we do it of course now let's get on to our topics of conversation today and of course this first segment we like to call the must watch list now yesterday we talked about the ultimatum marry and moved on yesterday's podcast was fantastic a lot of people tuned in a lot of people told me that they've been watching the show after i talked about it on netflix and we had a great conversation so it's that's a great show to really look out for now this next show that i want to talk about is also a netflix exclusive and I promise you guys, we're not going to dabble so much on Netflix exclusive. That's just Netflix has just got new shows right now. Of course, we're, you know, Peacock had some shows. I've watched all of them. Now we're waiting for newer seasons. And of course, we're going to be talking about more things from Hulu. But Netflix is just catching our eye right now, T. And of course, you know, because we talked about it on briefly the episode, the Mississippi episode, when we were live in Mississippi a couple days ago. So if you guys missed that podcast episode uh, after this podcast, go back to that podcast, watch it, enjoy it, because we kind of dabbled a little bit into this. And now I wanted to talk about it uh, a little bit more on this episode here today. And we're talking about Netflix originals on Selling Sunset. Of course, Selling Sunset I remember when the show first came out, I was instantly hooked when season one came out. And as I said in the episode when we were in Mississippi, and I will say it again very thoroughly, I love those Oppenheim brothers. They're very, very smart. They're rich and they know exactly what they're doing. So, of course, Selling Sunset is the hit, one of the hit Netflix shows about selling real estate and owning real estate. And there's a little bit of drama into this one. And I just kind of wanted to dissect the season, right? because i completed the season and of course the season's coming back i want to say later this summer i can't really remember i think august is what they said they're going to continue on with either this season or season six will be out um this season was rather it was short but it was that good kind of short right because it gave us gave us a story um of what's going on next of course you guys know um by the time we're talking about it, of course they broke up because i saw it on the media that they broke up t but of course if you guys remember jason and crucial uh one of the two people that's on the show they were dating in this season and this was very interesting because you know you never thought you know the big boss would go after one of his agents like that and dating one of the agents you know, I always thought when something like that happens, a lot of pot gets stirred and they technically don't have an HR. So it's legal for them to to date and to, to really do that. You can tell they were really in love. Right. 
as the story progresses, as the season goes on, guys, um, they didn't make it. I mean, they broke up because, you know, Crucial gave Jason that ultimatum that uh, shout out to the other show, that ultimatum that, hey, like, I want kids. I want to be married and you're not really rocking with that. So we why are we together? Right. So it, that ultimatums is something else, guys. Ultimatum, they, they are so out there and they're so there's they're, they're very out there. So uh, they didn't make it within the season. The last episode, they showed that they broke up. I was rooting for Jason and Cushel, honestly. I really was rooting for them, of course. You've got Mary and Roman, of course, the, the couples there. Um, Mary's one of my favorites. She's smart. She knows what she wants. Um, I still can't believe she married Roman um, uh, in this, well, in the last season. And, of course, they're still kind of married. But, you know, she's having, I don't know. I, I won't say she's having doubts about her marriage, right? She's having it to where it's, you know, it's the give and take. You know, she's getting a little bit if she and these are her words she's getting a little bit older but honestly if mary somehow was watching this show i like you know marriage mary mary cute so i mean she's out there she's hustling that's that my ideal woman out there in the world um so it's very interesting for that guys of course we've got uh christine christine i don't know christine mm, i don't know and i um christine and and and, and, and uh i forgot the the girl the new girl that came in um, she's you. She's from. She's uh, part French, part African. Christine? No, no, that's the other Christy. I, I can't remember the other girl's name now. I can't believe I'm blanking out on that. Um, but of course, Christine. You know, I don't know. She's guys. She's she's coming in with the drama. Uh, but she's smart though. And that beautiful yellow Porsche. Y'all know. Y'all seen the season. Christine with that beautiful, beautiful yellow Porsche. And you saw so much of that. Uh, in this season her driving her car and she has a yellow a hot yellow Porsche it is so beautiful uh, she shows snippets of her home before Christine got that money she's hustling um, I do think Christine is going to go out and um, go out and get home brokerage because she can do that I think that's what's going to happen later on because you think about Christine and the drama from season five guys right and once you think about that you know a lot of people speculate that hey you know this is a good way to get more money right because you've got selling sunset you got selling Tampa so what if Christine Quinn what if she wants to go out and get her own different show right and that's a whole nother genre show that people are going to tune into and I honestly think it's a good idea because after a while a show you know after a while a show can't really you know a show a show is good right for so many seasons but you know there's a time there's a fine line where you kind of have to call it quits with one show and branch out to get a different show do i think christine quinn might get a different show because she did hint it in season five that hey i want to go out and get my own brokerage right um if she does that and she recruits there's your show right there all you need is is the producer you need camera crew you need all of that to really diversify and i think she will be able to do it now i think we're going to see another season of christine quinn in this show but then after a while she might want to branch out and get a different show of course if netflix say hey christine quinn let's we want to give you your own production we want to give you your own spinoff show i think it's going to happen it really might happen so um but she comes in and and she's not messy right none of these women are messy there's going to be drama in these shows um 
I do think, and I'm going to go ahead and say this right off the back tee. Um, I do think that they kind of catered a little bit too much in the drama in season five. That's just my personal opinion. Um, after seeing Sailing Tampa and seeing the tabloid, seeing the articles, seeing DJ Envy on the Breakfast Club talk about this show, and then they, they rebuttaled and they had them on the on the Breakfast Club. I do see that Selling Tampa had a lot of drama and not really educating us about the real estate. Now, in season five of Selling Sunset, guys, we've had them selling houses and decorating houses, but it's different. Season five to me, and this is just solely my opinion, season five was completely different than all the older, older seasons because season one to about three yeah there was drama because drama sells a tv show but then there was mostly educating us the the viewers the consumers about investing in real estate and buying real estate and selling real estate and getting your 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 license out there so it's just one of those things that you know the first couple of seasons was was awesome because i was so hooked about selling um selling real estate and believe it or not actually i i didn't get my real estate license but i actually thought about going to real estate school at one point to get my real estate license now i still believe in that dream a lot of people did ask me hey were you going to real estate school yes i was i just you know you know COVID, you know was there and i just didn't have i wasn't motivated enough um will i get back into that maybe i don't know um I just have a, a little bit of a passion with real estate. I just like watching it on TV. And you didn't really see so much of that in season five. You you mostly just saw the, the drama. And I just kind of got, I've watched season five and I love everybody on the show, but I kind of got a little bit disappointed because I wanted them to sell a lot of homes. I wanted, uh, I wanted them to really educate us more about real estate but they're kind of taking the, the realms of selling Tampa a little bit where, okay, we got to add a little bit more drama in this show because of ratings, you know, and it just, it sucks, but I, I, I get it. They have to do what they got to do. Uh, Heather, Ray, El Mosa, of course, Tyra Mosa from, um, uh, I'm blanking, Flip or Flop, I think that's the name of the show. Um, very interesting. She gets married to Tariq uh, Al El Mosa. Uh, Tariq El Mosa is from Flip, Flip or Flop on HGTV's Networks channel, and it's good to see that she's getting married. Of course, it was all about her marriage in this season, so it's, it's good to see Heather going out there finding true love and doing her thing. Emma, <laughs> Emma, funny. Emma, I don't know. Emma, Emma's out there, and you know she's in the drama with, with Christine a little bit, but she's selling the real estate, and then she meets a man that he's a developer rich developer may i add and of course that goes into it uh um Manza is one of my favorite characters and let me tell you why and i keep saying character on these reality shows t and i gotta stop because these are real people they're not just playing they're not playing characters and i gotta remember my myself of saying that Manza is one of my favorite people right because number one she's smart she's pretty she's hot i know we're a pg show but she's hot she's hot tea and she has kids and she in the last couple of seasons she's going she has been going through it with her ex and fighting custody with her kids so that's why she's one of my favorites because she's a trooper at this and she also she's a trooper she's fighting for custody and she's a hard-working mom single mom 
that's why I'm attracted to her the most in this show because humble beginnings she clapped back on christine in one episode she has her backbone now because what didn't kill her made her stronger or ergo her ex-husband ex-husband that's fighting for custody and then never see his kids uh you know she never let that break her down even though she's sad about it and her kids were sad about it she fought that war that's why amanza is one of my favorite people in this show because she's going she's been going through some stuff right but then she battles it back Davina I'm sorry Davina you you burned a bridge at one point and now you're kind of scrambling back into it of course Uh, I was I don't know Davina she's not one of my favorites let me tell you because she didn't listen to the Oprahan brothers right we remember the last couple seasons she couldn't sell sell a house um that this next part is not a fault because her her old client was i forgot his name but old client was selling a house for 75 million dollars and honestly i'm not a real estate agent but even i can say yeah that house is not worth 75 million so she had some troubles with that and then they've you know with her and and i can't believe if if it if it i don't know if it was brett or jason she was battling with um they it couldn't be done and then they lost the listings and you know she left the company one season came back the next season uh she begged for a job back and you know you can't really burn a bridge <laughs> with your old employer if you know you're going to need to return to that now i burned bridges with my old jobs before i have and obviously i'm not with my old jobs ever again because i burned those bridges and i'm on to bigger and better things now but when you are out there working for one of the number one real estate companies in America, you, I wouldn't burn a bridge there. I wouldn't burn a bridge on your network. You know, if you burn a bridge on your network, then, you know, you're not going to find you're not going to find peace again. You're not going to find that edge again. So this season of season five of, of, of Selling Sunset Divina, I'm just you burned your bridges and now you're kind of climbing back because you you're kind of regretting you 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 messed up so i i don't know and she's got money right you know she's richer than me she's hey she's on a show and you know she's selling real estate she's making some money hey i can't i'm not gonna knock her hustle guys but she's just not really one of my favorites because she burnt that bridges maya maya's such a sweetheart maya is one of my favorite characters too because maya is such a sweetheart she goes to work she does her thing she's tend to her own business she's not with the drama you're not gonna see her with drama even though she articulates her thoughts about the drama that went on in season five she's by her lonesome like she's just out here trying to work and she's pregnant in this season so she's like guys i'm pregnant i ain't got time for this like i'll chime in but i really don't have time for this um now at the, towards the end of the season maya did uh they did throw maya excuse me a going away party because she is pregnant and she's been going back and forth to miami and california because her husband's in miami working so i don't think this will be the last time we see maya do i think we're going to see maya in the next season of selling sunset probably not because she has kids right and she needs to she needs to tend to her kids so i she she'll be back no doubt she'll be back but i don't see maya returning in season six or it might change my mind and they she might make an appearance of season six i don't know yet but we all don't know but i don't think vanessa vanessa hasn't been selling the house she's been i don't know she she shined in season four and it's been the housing market hasn't been there for her in season uh season five right so 
I think Vanessa's gonna get fired very very soon because um I in this season she we haven't seen her so much in this season she hasn't really sold a house in this season so yeah she may not be working for the Oberheim groups group that that long so we'll wait and see what see what Vanessa does in that she hasn't sold a house as of late so I don't know it's just one of those things that you know it does it does happen and it's you know it's not there so Shout out to all the cast members of Selling Sunset Season 5. Um, you guys gave us a, a, an okay season. Uh, my final verdict of this season, I have to give it a 7. 7 out of 10. Because I was looking forward to the selling the real estate aspect of the show. Um, we didn't get so much of that this season. We got them selling a house, selling some homes in this season. But again, unfortunately, Netflix said, hey, we need more drama or we're going to cancel your show. And there was a little bit more drama in this season. And it kind of I get it. Netflix is your your distribution channel. So you got to listen to your distribution channel. You got to listen to their notes and critique their notes. So after each season, Netflix say, hey, I don't we don't like it. We need you to change it or we're going to cancel. And that's just how it is. Uh, and it won't be on that platform anymore. That's just how business is run. So it's just one of those things that it does happen. So moving on to our next topic of conversation, guys, this is relating to the gaming news. So if you are a gamer, this segment might be for you guys. But, of course, everybody's been talking about it. And as an avid Sonic the Hedgehog fan, and I, I still haven't talked about it yet, T. So I will talk about it here today. Of course, we've got the uh, release of this new Sonic game that's coming out very soon. June 23rd, Sonic's 30th birthday. Of course, we've got Sonic Origins. Now, it did. It was said that um, this is... Uh, and Kotaku.com had this or, uh, uh, article oracle uh, article that i was going to read you guys but it's not loading on my well there it is so of course sega's pulling standalone sonic games ahead of sonic origins arrival meaning that all the standalone sonic the hedgehog games will be taken down on major platforms so that way you guys can go buy sonic origins yay so of course sonic origins if you don't know yet sonic origins is not it's a new game, but it's not really a new game. So of course, it has the games of Sonic 1, Sonic uh, 2, Sonic 3, and Sonic CD. They're supposed to be remastering it and changing some things up. And that way, it's a quick celebration for Sonic's 30th birthday. How do I feel about this? A lot of people did ask me, will I go and get this game? No, it's not worth it to me. To me, it's not worth it. Um, I saw the trailer. We all saw the trailer, right? And I don't think that this will be their their market cap for Sonic this year. Their their market cap for Sonic this year is first off the Sonic Two movie, which I still want to go see. I read an article that it might come to Paramount Plus May twenty fourth. We don't know. That's just speculation. That sucks if it only comes with Paramount Plus because I don't have that. I might have to go and figure out how can I get Paramount Plus for a free trial just to watch that movie because I haven't seen that movie yet. I think it's smart if if it does. If the rumor is out there, T, that Sonic Two, the newest movie, is coming for Paramount Plus, I'm going to find a way to just watch it and stream it. Um, I probably won't go to theaters like I was planning on going to theaters if it's coming out for streaming services in the next couple of weeks. It's just not, you know, you got to think smart with, with money. Um, but their market cap, Sega's market cap this year for Sonic is the Sonic movie. And hopefully we're all gamers out here praying 
that Sonic Frontiers will be a hit. Sonic Frontiers is scheduled to come out holiday of this year. I hope there's no delays, but you know, there's been a lot of game delays due to COVID-19, due to a whole lot of other factors of it things are getting canceled sadly e3 is getting canceled this summer we were bummed about that hearing about that here at KLP entertainment because we're going to make we were going to make a super show a super podcast show and now we're not going to do that anymore because e3 is canceled so um that's going to be in our market cap right so you have this sonic origins game to come out and they're just changing quite a few things and they're reselling it retail for forty dollars i don't think that and each game now is worth ten dollars so i i don't see this working out for me i won't buy this game because there's been so many games out there that were a port where they had the same games on it there's been different collection video games where you played the same gosh darn sonic game over and over and over again there's just so many times that you can do that and the only 2d sonic game i would play now is sonic mania because sonic mania is completely different um i really do hope sega is working on sonic mania 2 um for the next couple years i think that's going to sell really well because sonic mania 1 the first sonic mania did sell i played sonic mania so many times i'm probably going to play now that i think about it i'm probably going to play sonic mania again this weekend because I enjoy Sonic Mania. That was just a different 2D Sonic game platformer that's out there. Um, do I think it's smart for Sega to take down the standalone games? Yes, because take them down so they can throw Sonic Origins in your face and make you pay for Sonic Origins so that way they can recap that money back. So um, I think it's a smart move for, for Sega to make that move. Um, I just don't see... A lot of gamers are not going to get Sonic Origins. Now, I, again, I'm a diehard Sonic fan, but I played Sonic CD millions of times. I played Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 and Knuckles so many times before, even as a kid. So it's the same thing, but you're paying more for it. So I, I don't see, I just don't see the the uh, benefit of me getting this game. It's not me harping on the game. It's not me hating on the game because there's going to be a lot of Sonic fanboys that will go out and get this game day one. I just don't see the appeal. I don't see them changing a whole lot, um, but their market cap is $40 for it. And a lot of people are going to get it and they don't care about that. They don't care about how changes are with the game. They care about, okay, is it selling? That's the only, the only concept. Um, the Sonic 2 movie sold, right? I again, I that I do still want to see. I just haven't gotten around to buying a movie ticket. I'm trying to find a friend who likes that kind of things. My friend group, we're trying. They want to see Sonic 2 as well, but we're all just so busy on set or in the offices or working. Um, I do want to see that movie, but to play Sonic Origins, I'm good, fam. Like I'm going to wait until December of 2022 when we get more announcements about sonic frontiers now I'm, I'm praying sonic frontiers is good now that's a game i will get day one sonic frontiers because that is the next 3d avenger sonic game and that will conclude the 30 year anniversary this year of sonic the hedgehog and i again sega we're, we're all rooting for you I mean, we got a lot of doubts got a lot of doubts with sonic frontiers right now so let's let's we can only pray that this uh that sonic frontiers will be pretty pretty good moving on to our last five minutes of the podcast we're going to talk about sports a little bit so in this next segment segment if you are a sports fan you know shout out to us of course we did catch the miami heat versus our great atlanta hawks 
game. Of course, it came up a little bit short. The Heat ended up winning the game in Miami. Uh, yes, they were in Miami. And of course, this is a article from the CBS NBA Sports News, how the Heat gave Trey Young a wake-up call, forcing Hawkstar into his worst habits at the worst time. If Trey Young, one of our great players of the Atlanta Hawks, if you didn't know, uh, thought the ease to which uh, walks through his first postseason was going to be a norm shimmy around and taking bows inside the Madison Square Garden like he owned the place. He just got issued a reality check courtesy of the Miami Heat. Yes, he did because the Miami Heat did win that game last night. We were all upset, but let's let's if you I'm okay, I'm a Hawks fan, right? I, I'm a I'm just newly an NBA fan. I I love basketball now. I, I I don't know why I don't know how I just got into it, but after I mean I this year alone I got into NBA and basketball. I actually do enjoy the sport. Um we were close, you know. We were so close. Atlanta Hawks were so close into winning the game against Miami Heat. If the Atlanta Hawks would have took down the Heats, that would have been a celebration for sure for us Atlanta Georgians. But they came up short. And I was I was sad, right? Because it was a close game. I can't say the Miami Heat straight up whooped the Atlanta Hawks. It was a close battle. It was a close, close game. But, you know, the Miami Heats, they just came out swinging a little bit harder than us Atlanta Hawks uh, people. Of course, they made Young's life a live in hell before uh, mercifully finishing the five game gentleman sweep of the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday. Of course, that was um, yesterday. Uh, by the time it, by the time the podcast airs, two days ago, but you know, yesterday, uh, depending on what time you're, you're hearing the podcast, beyond averaging a fi- uh, 15.4 points while being held in a single digits in two of the five games. There's five games because you guys know the NBA playoffs. That's what we're talking about. Uh, young series number look abysmal. Of course, 30 turnovers against 22 made shots, 18%, 13 point shooting. Ooh, that's not that great. 34, uh, 31% overall shooting. Of course, young booking the series with the combat at 19 points on three of the 24 shooting, including zero for, tw- uh, for 12 from three. And of course, 12 turnovers in games one and five. He posted then 10 turnovers in game two, never topped eight assists in any game. Now, I got to say, Trey Young's a good one. He's one hell, hell of a player. You know, he's a good player. I, I think they, the Atlanta Hawks have to get a little bit more focused for next year's playoff because we're rooting for the Atlanta Hawks. And I hate to say this about this my by my Atlanta Falcon fans because I know my big bro he's a huge Atlanta Falcons fan but we're rooting for the Hawks right because Braves done it Braves won a ring a good ring for World Series so now is the time for Atlanta other Atlanta sports team to represent the A really well is what I'm saying Falcons. I'm sorry. I lost all hope in Falcons. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm about to get a lot of hate coming. My bro's probably watching, listening to the show. Like, hey, bro. Like, I, I, I fall lost hope with the Falcons. But the Braves did it. Let's let uh, Atlanta United needs to do it. Heck, even the Gwinnett Stripers 
need to do it, right? I'm rooting for the Atlanta team. I think uh, they kind of lost focus towards the end of the game, and that's how the Miami Heat ended up winning that match, and now the Hawks have been eliminated from the playoffs. So that has been your sports update from the NBA CBS Sports News, and that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Stay tuned to, Stay tuned for tomorrow because we have so much to talk about here on the KLP Aftermath. As always, I like to say, stay safe, wear a mask every time, drink water. It's getting hot, guys. Summer is around the corner, so stay hydrated. And as always, I like to say to everyone out there, thank you guys for listening to tonight's episode on Twinkie 93 and Emory 94.6. This has been the KLP Aftermath. Tyrus Lester, producer. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe. Stay swanky. It's the KLP Aftermath. You're, you're locked into the man. Check, check this out. Here we go. It's time. You're live and in the mix with ATL Zone. KLP, Kennedy Lucas. Yo, yo, what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're, you're rocking with the band. It's the number one station blazing the airway. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you listen to my station. Powered by the Core 94. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Hey, I'm Ayana Grande. Hey, yo, this Cardi B. What, what's up? It's Megan Thee Stallion. You're in, in the mix with... It's the KLP Aftermath. Right here, so keep it locked. Get inspired Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.